All right, um, welcome to the podcast. This is gonna be my obviously my first podcast. So, if you're listening to this, you obviously know my name. But if you don't, my name is Wilfredo, and this is the podcast that I don't know the name of yet, but I will get a name. So we're gonna touch. Well, I'm gonna touch on. So on my Instagram story, I put the little like ask me a question box thing but instead i asked people to give me topic suggestions to talk about on this podcast so the first topic was talk about your transition from florida to utah as you know um i lived in florida all my life and i moved to utah my senior year of high school um and it was an interesting transition so when I'm just going to explain from like the beginning. So last summer, summer of 2019, no, yes, summer of 2019 was, um, was probably the best summer ever. It was, it was great because I, I came to Utah for three weeks, um, on my own. My grandma accompanied me because she was traveling here anyways to visit family. And um, I'm going to say and uh, a lot. So. so me and her, we just traveled here to Utah for three weeks. I was here for three weeks. It was honestly the greatest three weeks like anyone could have ever spent like in such little time, like three weeks. I did as much as possible. So the first week I did EFY and I met like a bunch of people, a bunch of great people too. And um, some of them I still keep in touch with today. Uh, and um, so within, that was the first week. And the second week um, I got back home, not back home, but uh, I was living with my uncle at the time for those three weeks. So I, I went back to my uncle's house and i just i asked if he had a bike and so i just biked around the neighborhood i got super familiar with um the neighborhood the three cities that are close by american fork lehigh cedar hills highland all those cities i got familiar with them i it would get to the point where i was biking like two hours going and two hours coming back and it was it was super fun and in the last week i just I was just getting more familiar, you know, I was getting in touch with the people I met in EFY. Um, there was one girl who's, she's amazing. She was giving me like, <laughs> she was giving me like tours of, of, uh, the cities nearby instead of biking, which honestly going in a car is so much better because she took me like up, um, up a mountain or up a canyon and I, you could see the entire like valley and I couldn't do that with a bike. I mean, I could, but, you know, anyways. So that was my three weeks here. Then I went to Florida for three weeks again, knowing that I was eventually going to move to Utah because we were already moving before the three weeks um, that I went to Utah. So hopefully I don't get mixed up with the times or anything. But so I'm a... In three weeks, I went back to Florida. I got packed up. I spent time with as many friends as I possibly could. And it it was like, it felt like unreal, 
you know, by the time the the rental truck came in to put our stuff in as we were moving, it just felt like um, that. So the rental truck was high enough to get on my on my roof in my old house. And so I climbed the rental truck and then I climbed um, up and like up on the roof of my house. I did it. I did it at night and I did it again in the morning right after that day and it felt unreal, you know. Finally like I see the view from on top of my house and it just like I'm I'm thinking back now it's it it, it just that time did it. It felt unreal. Like it like yeah, I knew I was moving, I knew what was going on around me, but it just felt like it like moving hasn't happened yet. Like I haven't like until I got here, I knew I was here, you know, if that makes sense. Because I was if when I was still in Florida, even though I was moving, I still felt like I wasn't moving to Utah until I get to Utah. That's when I knew like I was officially here. And um, and then after the three weeks in Florida, I I finally moved here and the transition was was interesting. It was easy. So transitioning from, you know, humid, tropical, quote unquote, sunshine state, Florida, it was an easy transition to move here to Utah because Utah in summer, well, it was my first summer in Utah and it rained a lot. It rained a ton and like thunderstorms all the time and it was raining and it was just you know, it was just an easy transition, and and it's good that it started off that way, because, like, even when we got here, like, when we first entered Utah, like, going into the mountain, like, near Spanish Fork, it was raining, like, super, super hard, and so we were all used to it, and me and my family, we were like, oh, no, we brought the rain, because it rains a lot in Florida. Anyways, so, an interesting, I think the most um difficult thing to like the most difficult thing to transition from was the people over there in florida there's so much culture so much different food so many different people it's like a melting pot of people you know like we got colombians we got black people we got cubans we got white people we got um Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Venezuelans, a, a, a bunch of people, and, and there's, there's obviously everywhere, there's gonna be, like, different races of people, but over there in Florida, it was mostly Hispanic, so culture, Hispanic culture was very strong in, in Florida, but here in Utah, I don't want to say there's no culture, but it's very dull, very gray you know nobody is making crazy foods nobody's um dancing like hispanic dances like like dances here are extremely cringy and (laughs) it's just so think of like mosh pitting in a slow song think of travis think of a travis scott concert how everyone's like jumping going crazy doing mosh pits but to a slow song that's what they do here and honestly it's the cringiest thing ever another thing is that was difficult 
was definitely um like the dry weather i think like i know i just said like it was easy to transition but once all that rain was gone you know dry weather dry weather kicked in and it just made it um it fell off you know like i was getting a lot of like nosebleeds not nosebleeds where like blood would like come down your nose but it was just like the inside of my nose like i would pick it and i would get like a little bit of blood on my finger and i know that sounds disgusting and i probably shouldn't have mentioned that but you know this is my transition uh but one thing that was very simple to do was um transitioning bands so i was in my high school band in florida and then i went to my high school band here and what's good about the what's good about most band programs is that they're the same and i know sounds kind of weird to say because obviously there are some differences yes but for the most part it was the same and people in the band program i was very blessed to meet them they're amazing people and they felt they they made me feel welcome to lone peak and that's 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 where it got easier to transition into high schools because i already knew the people in the band i already been in the band room i already got a feel for the school and it um it was great you know i feel like i feel like this school is really good it's just like i said in my first vlog if you want to know more about the school and the people in the school it's in my first vlog i had um elena drayton and i we talked about it and it was it was a great topic i got a lot of positivity i got a lot of negativity from from that topic but other than that if you want to hear more about the people in my school then go watch that vlog i'm not plugging my vlog or anything i'm just saying and i i, I, I don't want to talk about it right now i just want to talk more about the school so the school is a great program. This did I really just say that? The school is a great school. Um, you know, it's it's a world class school. Um, definitely, I think it's like top two hundred in in the in the United States. Top two hundred. So it's rated pretty good, um, and the reason the reason being is because teachers give a lot of work the curriculums are kind of like mashed together teachers give a lot more work so they depend on their students to you know do the work get good grades pass the tests and it and it works i don't know how it works here but i think it's just not a good idea to be doing that to be giving students so much work in one day like in florida we did algebra we did pre-algebra in middle school and we did algebra in high school geometry algebra 2 and then calculus or pre-calculus and over here it's like secondary math and that's the only math i took here there's like secondary math and there's like different kinds of math but secondary math when i took it for like that one term or one yeah one term it was extreme like very confusing because we would one day we would go from algebra and then the next day we would go to geometry 
and it wouldn't make sense because like hey we just learned algebra shouldn't we like like get into it in more detail instead of switch to a completely different like category of mathematics and it was uh, I'm so glad I got, like I love the teacher like she was awesome but I'm glad I got out of the class because it was very frustrating you know to have one day algebra one day geometry and the next day you know like we're learning pre-calculus and it was weird <gasps> excuse me um and but other than that it's a great school you know I think the school is very strong with their English stuff. Like, so far, my English class has been amazing. I know they have, like, a creative writing class, and I think that's pretty cool, too. So from what I've seen and from what I've heard, it's, a like, the English classes are really strong in, in Low Peak. And it's good because the teachers give, you know students to read and and poems and like free writing and it's teachers get really creative and that's what i like uh, another thing so when i first moved here moved here a lot of people were talking about the suicide rates in utah and i was hearing this like just as i moved here because a bunch of people would ask like why did I move here? Like, it sucks here. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, and a lot of people say it sucks here because they haven't, the majority, I'm not saying everyone, I'm saying the majority hasn't really lived anywhere else. And if they have, they probably lived, they, they probably live there a short amount of time. Now, I'm going to tell you, Utah isn't all that bad. Like, I know a bunch of people were telling me as soon as I moved here, like, there's a bunch of suicide rates. I'm going to get back to that in a minute. But coming from where I lived, into a completely new place desperately wanting a start you come here you have a fresh start it's not that bad it's it's a really good place to be very safe um everybody's really nice but one thing that a lot of people do struggle is two things religion and education religion here is very 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 like i don't know i, I don't know the word for it but there's a bunch of high expectations when you are a member of the church of jesus christ now it is a good church i am a member and i'm not going to talk down on it it is an insanely good church yes there are some things that a lot of people don't agree with that some things that i don't agree with but i'm not going to touch on that but there's a lot of high expectations especially for younger people to follow the church and their parents, parents, grandparents have been in the church. And then being a youth now in this age definitely is difficult to handle school, religion, and other activities that, that these youth are in. And I'm, I'm speaking as if I'm an adult, but I am also part of that youth. But I learned how to balance religion, school, and different activities. They all need to separate. You cannot cannot put those things together in one day it is frustrating and overwhelming and from what i've heard a lot of people when we talk about the suicide rates in florida it's a lot of people are in depression and depression is very very high here also 
and I don't know the reason why, but I will be assuming that it is because religion and education. Because you get so overwhelmed, so frustrated, you start to feel like out of body, you know, like you're not yourself. Like you, if you see yourself in a third person view, you don't feel like that's you. You feel like that's a completely different person because you have different things that you want to do, that you wish you could do, and that you know you can do. But there's religion, education, and other things that are just blocking it. So you don't ever feel like yourself. And again, I'm not talking down on religion. I'm not talking down on uh, the education system or any other curricular activities that people in general do. I'm just saying that sometimes um, it gets too overwhelming for people. And it, it you know, they get into depression and they, they take their lives. And people were telling me that as soon as I moved here and I, 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 I questioned, like, why are people telling me this? Like, why are they telling me this place sucks? And, like, they tell me, like, Utah sucks, and I ask them why, and they say, it's because depression and suicide rates are super high. And I'm like, that's not my problem. And I hope I don't offend anyone when I say that, but that sincerely isn't my problem. Like, like if someone's going through it and I know about it, yes, I'm going to do something about it. But if it's happening around me and I don't know about it, then that's not my problem. And I don't want to sound rude, but I'm I'm doing my own life. I wanted a fresh start. <clears throat> I wanted a fresh start. And that's what I will be doing. And, and yeah, so it was interesting. That That was really interesting. Another thing is now that I'm kind of you know, used to the feel of Utah, you, you, you tend to appreciate more, um, the things you've seen, like, for a band trip, we went to California, and I went to the beach, and I never liked the beach, I hated the beach, but as soon as I saw it, I appreciated it more, because it's like a sight for sore eyes, you know, like, you, like, you don't like the beach, but you miss the beach, even though you don't like it. Um, another thing is, so there's also a lot of people from Miami here. I don't want to say a lot of people, but um, most a lot of people that I knew um, from Miami moved here to Utah. And... If they're listening to this, no offense to them, but they've also changed too. And they kind of had to change because people here in Utah, like the minute you say something out of the dictionary, they're completely like scared of you now because they think you're quote unquote ghetto or quote unquote uneducated. And it's... It's insulting. It's ridiculous. Because sometimes I would say things like, I don't know, it just, it just happens, you know? It's like when you, like, when you speak Spanish, like, some people, like, speak Spanish all their lives, but the moment they're given, like, 
a breakdown of the Spanish language. They have no idea what they're doing. They just speak the language. For me, it's just I just speak whatever terms come out of my mouth. Anyways, I don't know if that made sense. But um, a lot of people from Miami, like, the ch they change the way they speak. But once, once a Floridian speaks to another Floridian, it's like, it clicks. It clicks back. You know, we start speaking, like, the way we used to and it's great and it's amazing so if you're from miami and you're living in utah please hit me up we need a link up this quarantine got me doing a bunch of crazy stuff anyways so um let's see i guess that was my transition hopefully um hopefully i made sense through that trend the the transition talk another great topic music through different people's eyes that is an interesting topic i um i'm also going to touch on the topic i got recently on different music releases but first i'm going to talk about music through different people's eyes so i'm first going to use my band director as a perfect example from this she sees music as something you must feel in the soul, the mind. You have to feel it throughout your entire body. You know, all your strength, all your, like, all your mind, all your soul, everything. And I, I, I find that super interesting. Like, if, if I ever do get to see her again, I'm going to play her some, some music that is more recent to the younger, to the younger age not saying that she's old or anything she's pretty young too but i'm going to show her music that has been released recently and i want to see her thoughts about it and because she's she's obviously she's a band director you know she does jazz things and symphonic band and winged orchestra and stuff like that so she's like obviously that type of music you have to feel in your soul if not then it's just going to sound like super stale um, but music through different people's eyes is a is a is an easy topic, but a difficult topic. The way I see music is when when I critique it, it's like I act like I'm a critic. Like I'm like okay, production is like a seven out of ten, and lyrics were uh, eight out of ten. Um, flow was six out of ten, or I try. If I am giving criticism to the music or constructive criticism to the music, then that's the way how I would judge it. But for me, music is just, music is amazing. Like, I want to be able to have music that you can listen to, the, listen to in the background, play super loud in your car, play super loud while you're walking through the hallways while changing classes I'm, I'm super into rap music like i love the heavy bass and the hard kicks and the nice sounding snares but you know there's obviously different music from that but i'm super into like the trap <clears throat> the trap side of music when it comes to um, hip-hop or rap and I'm not super into, like, the NBA young boy rap, where it's, like, 
he talks so much about heartbreak and people um try to connect with his heartbreak and they're like i can relate to this so much that is ridiculous that is pathetic and don't get me wrong there are some people who do relate to nba young boys music and i'm not i'm not talking down on those people and i'm not talking down on nba young boy but i think it's unnecessary that some people take it a bit to the extreme when they listen to nba young go- young boys music like for example some people cry to his music that's re- that's no like how <laughs> like i don't understand the music i would like cry to would have to be like super emotional music not lyrically but production wise it would have to be super super emotional and it would have to have like a lot of minor chords and a lot of flats but other than that i i same thing with the weekend you know i love the weekend and I love his lyrics, I love his music, but some people, like, would be listening to, like, let me pull it up right now. Like, some people would be listening to Starboy, this one song. Some people would listen to, like, Secrets, Sidewalks, um nothing without you some people would like cry to that music and i don't want to attack those people but it's true you know it's music that's not necessary to cry on because yes the lyrics might be relatable and a bit sad but production it's like a super upbeat and super fast-paced song anyways besides that i can't really tell you through the different like music to, through different people's eyes it, like here in utah not a lot of people listen to rap mu- music which i found super interesting because rap music is very popular everywhere obviously not everywhere and i'm probably over exaggerating it but you know a lot of people here in utah listen to like the rap music you would hear on tiktok like the the one song where it's like oh i think i forgot the melody it's like da 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 like that's what they listen to here and it's that's okay that might be considered rap music but that's not like the rap music majority of people would listen to and a lot of people here listen to indie music and alternative music and like super super sad music and therefore there there are times where i talk to people and they're always like like hey how are you and they're like not good i haven't gotten any sleep this this, isn't that and they listen to like billy eilish 24 7 and i look i'm not i'm not targeting those people i'm not trying those people billy eilish is a phenomenal artist but i think you need a change of genre if you want to get more sleep (laughs) If anything, I would sleep to Billie Eilish. Like, her music makes me fall asleep. Anyways, um, a lot of people here just, they listen to, like, super old music, too. Not, like, old hip-hop. Like, they listen to Pink, 
old lady gaga um taylor swift when she was when she started doing pop music um one song that is overplayed at parties is um not parties but like school dances parties whatever is the miley cyrus song party in the usa everybody knows the lyrics to that song and it's uncomfortable um there's also another song that people listen to here um i forgot what it was called but it's about like um like about this dude and his mom is telling him to like live his life to the fullest or whatever anyways i know that's not answering the question of answering of well i know that's not answering the question of seeing people if seeing music through different people's eyes i'm definitely i'm going to continue that question in a different podcast and i'm definitely gonna have another person um talk on it because it's 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 an interesting topic but i don't think one person can answer i need like a person who has like a completely different taste in music than mine and we're both gonna share similarities and differences so for now that's all i got i'm definitely gonna come back to that a different podcast um let's see There's a lot of things, things you go through in high school, growing up in Miami, reinventing yourself. I think reinventing yourself would be great for one podcast because that would be super long. Um, 5G or extraterrestrial stuff. Um, Drumline. I'm definitely going to talk about Drumline, a different podcast. I'm pretty sure most of these podcasts are going to be... I mean, uh, most of these questions are going to be in different podcasts, like how you make your videos, how I make my videos, I'll answer that, so, I have a camera, obviously, my phone, and a Nikon D3200, it's a super old camera from like 2014, 2015, but how I make my videos is through my phone, there's this app that my friend Chuck showed me, shout out to Chuck, he was the one that shot the um, music video it's called filmic pro f-i-l-m-i-c pro and that app is when, when he first introduced me to it i was hooked i was like whoa this app is super good for people who are wanting to do film or people who are just wanting to make videos and share their creative creative minds and um so everything is, the music video was shot on my phone, but everything else, like the vlogs, um, I did it uh, through my camera because I just felt like it would be better quality with my camera. And it is, it's a decent quality. Honestly, my phone shoots better. My phone has a better microphone, but just having a camera just feels more natural than have, than like holding a phone sideways. Um it just feels more natural. Um, but how I make my videos. So how I make my vlogs are pretty simple. I grab my camera. I already have a um, tripod for my camera. Excuse me. I already have a tripod for my camera. It's one of those gorilla ones so I could move the tripod tripod however I want. 
So I don't have a microphone yet for my camera, and I should get one because when there's wind, it's it doesn't sound good. So I'm definitely gonna save up for that. Um, and I just pointed at me. Wait, I turned it on, put it on live, record the video, point it at my face, focus it, and there I go. I'm vlogging. And then I come home, I edit all the stuff that doesn't need to be on the vlog, like long pauses. That's why most of my vlogs have like a bunch of cuts. One, the reason they have a bunch of cuts is because it makes it makes the vlog feel faster, like more fast-paced, because I don't want a slow vlog. That'll be extremely boring. So my vlogs are just, I try to keep it fast-paced and... Um, it's easier to export. The more stuff you cut, the quicker to export. And, um, yeah. Um, how I made the music video, it was shot through my phone on the app Filmic Pro. Um, my good friend Chuck was shooting it. And we shot it on, on the aspect ratio. I'm going to check the aspect ratio right now. We tried to make it as cinematic as possible. So the aspect ratio. Uh, 2.391. That was the aspect ratio. We should have done 276. But that would have felt weird. Um, we shot it at 4K. There's different... Um, like, there's... Economy, Apple Standard, Filmic Quality, and Filmic Extreme. That's pretty much the quality of your video, like how you want it. Do you want it to be like framey or do you want it to be nice looking? Anyways, it was shot through that. And the editing software I use is um, Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere is really good. If you use iMovie and you think you're good, no offense to you, it's not good. Um, iMovie is only good for transitions, cuts, and that's pretty much it. Maybe like a lighting change. But if you're just start, like I started with iMovie. So if you could use iMovie, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think there's definitely more things you could do with Adobe Premiere. And it's, it's not like if the moment you look at it, it feels overwhelming, but it's not. Everything is pretty much easy to get to on Adobe Premiere. Um, and honestly, like, so I had this dream. Um, I'm not going to get super into detail because it's kind of, I don't want to say personal. Um, but I had both dreams. I had two dreams. One of the dreams, one of the dream I had or dreams I had the first one had like a old timey phone at the under at the other end of me and my second dream the old timey phone the, those time those phones with like the dials or whatever so the first one with the, was at the other end and the second dream the the same phone the same red bright red phone was to my left side and i googled like what does it mean to have a red phone in your dream and this is what i got um I need to find it. Give me a second. Where? Oh, here it is. So having a phone, having a red telephone in your dream 
the Google way it says in Google, your dream featured a red telephone, which means passion is about to enter your life again. You, he- If you hear the telephone ring, it means someone is trying to contact you. I didn't hear the telephone ring, so no one's trying to contact me. But I just found it super interesting how um, a red telephone means passion will enter your life again. And I was super passionate. I still am super passionate about music. But I had the first dream like about a month ago. And I had the second dream two nights ago. So I saw the red telephone twice, which can either mean both things which either means someone's trying to contact me or um passion is about to re-enter my life and i think it's passion about to re-enter my life because now i'm super passionate about film photography um editing whether it be on photoshop or premiere i'm still super passionate about music and i still will create music and send music and release music but for now i want to create content like through film, through photography. And I haven't done a lot of photography stuff. I haven't really worked on it at all. Um, but I should. I, sh- I should work on it. Um, but it's crazy. My dream had a red telephone. And it means passion is about to enter your life again. So how I make my films or my videos. My music video was through my phone. Edited on Premiere. My vlogs filmed on my camera, my Nikon D3200, and edited on Premiere. That's how I make my videos. Thank you for that question. It was a pretty interesting question. I really wanted to talk about that. So, other than that, I think I'm going to call it a day. I feel like I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I'm just, I'm not going to cut it. I'm not going to edit it, this podcast. I'm just going to send it out as soon as possible. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to do this more often. It was fun. I'm definitely going to touch on that one topic on seeing music through different people's eyes. Because that was that was a difficult topic just to talk, you know, solo. So I'm definitely going to figure out how to, like, get a phone call and put it on the software I'm using. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to answer as many questions as I can. I'm probably going to write down notes so I don't just get lost or I'm going to just do it freely. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you later on this week.